Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. How's everyone doing? I hope your week's going well. I'm having a pretty good week, but actually you guys are hearing Emma from the past because I am pre-recording this episode. And the reason being is because future Emma, the Emma that you guys are hearing right now, wherever you listen to your podcasts, that Emma is in Italy. And I'm sure I'm having so much fun doing all the things I told you guys last week that I was so excited for. So because I am fully in relaxation mode, I decided I wanted to pre-record this episode for you guys. And it's going to be a bit of a special one because previous to Italy, I told you guys that I went to a conference for work. And I kind of teased this in the beginning of the last episode, but it really got me thinking that I would like to do an episode all about work. So we're going to discuss it all. The job searching process, getting a new job, leaving an old job, growing within your company, maintaining your own interests outside of your job. All of those things, I find it to be really interesting. And also it's something that we all have to deal with in some capacity one way or another. So hopefully you guys find it a bit enjoyable as well. Whether you're looking for a new job or trying to progress within the job that you're currently at, Or maybe we'll just keep some of these pieces of advice in your back pocket if ever you need them in the future. I do want to preface this by saying that, of course, this is just my advice. Some things that have worked for me in the past, some things that I currently implement in my job. So some things that you hear, maybe you'll disagree with them. Maybe you have a different take. If that's the case, totally okay. We all have different experiences. But I'm going to talk a little bit about what I have found to be really useful. So let's get right into it. The first thing that I want to talk about is job searching. Now, I feel like I have done an extensive amount of job searching in my past. And while it can sometimes feel tedious, discouraging, a lot of hard work with a lot of times not equal payout of that hard work, I still find the things that you're doing, the muscles that you're flexing specifically in the job searching process to be incredibly valuable, even outside of job searching. I think a lot of what it is, is being persistent, putting yourself out there, defining clear things for yourself that you want or that you don't want. So here are some of my top tips. Talk to as many people as you can to fully understand the profession you're thinking about going into. And I would also recommend talking to people outside of the profession that you're thinking of going into, especially if this is your first time job searching and you're kind of getting the lay of the professional landscape. Talk to a lot of people. Talk to people that seem so out of left field for what you think you want to do, because I found that a lot of times it opens your eyes a bit more to professions that one, maybe you didn't even know existed or two, certain elements about that other job that, again, you probably didn't even know about because it wasn't something that you were seeking in the initial job that you thought you wanted to go into. It may not feel useful to talk to, I don't know, somebody in analytics, for example, if you want to stick to more of a creative profession, but there's a lot that you can learn from their job or even just the company that they're at. Maybe they have creative positions at the company where this person does analytics for. So I think at the start of it, broaden your search. It's sometimes helpful to not be too specific at first so that you're not cutting anything out that could be useful for you. And then, of course, when you talk to more and more people, 
You can narrow it down. You can see what you really do like. And then once that search is narrowed down, I would start to then really focus on companies that you like their mission, you like what they're doing. And I would find specific people to talk to at that company that have the exact job that you think you would want to do. Because of course, there are always going to be things that you don't know about the job until you are actually in the job, doing the job daily. But the closest that I think you're going to be able to get to getting a full, well-rounded, candid description and experience from somebody is if you talk to somebody at that level, not necessarily somebody above it or even a hiring manager. It's just not going to be quite the same experience. Another tip that I have is to really use your own resources. Tap into your own network. Don't be shy about asking for advice. Past your personal network, expand that. So when I mentioned talking to these professionals, a really great way to do that is to go on a platform like LinkedIn. LinkedIn specifically is the one that I feel like is the most useful. And I think I've talked about this before, but if you go on LinkedIn and you search the company, And then they have an option where you can see the people that work there. And then from there, you can search like the school that you went to or the state that you live or some kind of a connection that way. And then that can narrow down the list of people that you can reach out to. And it'll be a bit easier to maybe start that conversation because you'll have at least one thing of common ground. That's what I've done in the past and it's been pretty effective. If you do kind of just shoot your shot, message random people, Sometimes they'll respond, but more often than not, I think people don't respond. So that's also why you kind of have to cast a wider net. You want to just give yourself as many opportunities as you can to talk to as many people as you can. And then once you are able to talk to these people, informational interviews are key. I try to give people this advice all the time, but don't go into an informational interview asking for things because at least personally I found that a lot of times when I talk to people I get the sense that they love to talk about what they do and their achievements but they don't want to feel used or just like they're a resource for somebody that they literally just met you know because you have to think about that maybe this is the first call you've ever had with this person and on that first call you're going to ask them hey can you recommend me for a job You know, I feel like there's just a sense that that person doesn't know you yet. So it's hard for them to do that. It's hard for them to even be that resource. So I would go into those calls just getting to know them, take their advice, prepare thoughtful questions, and then stay in touch. Update them about how your job search is going, exchange a few emails, and then once you've built that rapport, once you feel like they actually do know you a little bit better, They'd probably be way more willing to feel confident vouching for you at their company or somewhere else that they worked in the past or whatever it may be. And then if you are able to get an interview for a job, I could honestly do a whole second episode about just interview tips. But my top two tips are one, to remind yourself that you are interviewing them too. You need to see if the job is a right fit, if the company is a right fit for you. And I don't mean this in a pretentious way. Don't go into that interview being like, you need me more than I need you. It's not that. It's that you need to be confident in what you do have to offer. They don't give interviews to everyone. A lot of times it's a very picky process. So remind yourself of your experiences. Study your own resume. 
really take in those things. Make sure that you're able to speak to everything on your resume really fluently and in detail and put your best foot forward. And then my second tip is actually after an interview, but it's the idea of email etiquette. Email your interviewers after your interview. Thank them for their time, for speaking to you more about the role, etc., etc., and call out specific things that you talked about. Little things like that really set people apart. And that's from the perspective of having interviewed people at my job before. That's been feedback from other people that are also interviewing that same candidate. I've heard people mention how much it means for them to receive that thank you email. Small gestures have big impact. So those are some top tips for job searching. My next category is knowing when to leave a job and how to leave a job. My top tip here is to finish a job how you started it. What I mean by that is full effort to the end. I've left jobs before for other opportunities, and I know that sometimes those last two weeks, it can be challenging to stay in it, to feel motivated when you know that you're going to be leaving. But to finish a job working so hard those last two weeks, I think is so important. Because everything that you did before those last two weeks, it can be overshadowed very quickly based on how you go about leaving. That's the last thing the people that work with you at that company are going to remember you by. So give them something positive to remember. And then also, be very respectful about the process. Don't burn bridges. You never know when someone's going to circle back in your life. And even if they don't, my advice would just be to not risk it. Again, you don't want the potential for people to have a bad taste in their mouth about you as an employee, especially if you were a great one. Personally, I feel like having a one-on-one meeting with your boss to let them know first and foremost is really important. Thank them for the opportunity. Thank them for all that you've learned at the job. Be honest about where you're going, why you're going. I don't think you need to be fully transparent about the why if there is any kind of contention or whatever, you know what your situation is. But for the most part, I think that a lot of people understand that everyone is trying to grow in their career or if an exciting, unique, amazing opportunity arises, people understand that, but they also appreciate honesty. And then the last thing I'll say for this is advice that I know not everyone agrees with, but personally, I wouldn't leave a job if I didn't have another one lined up or some kind of a plan moving forward. Maybe that would change for me in the future if I had an extraordinary above and beyond financial situation, but currently where I'm at in my career, that's not something that I would do. The next category, what to look for in new jobs. I feel like one of the most useful things for this is to write down things that you didn't like about the previous job that you had, and then also to write down the things that you did like. And doing that while you're at the old job, almost keeping a tally for yourself, I think is really beneficial. Because so often there are little things that I have forgotten that I don't like, or forgotten maybe how important they were to me. But if you write them down, you remember them. And then also, when you're interviewing for a job, you can kind of assess if those are things that are going to be present or not in that next opportunity. And that can help you decide if it's a right fit for you. I remember I had that list going into this current job that I have. There were specific things that I knew 100% 
I don't want in this next opportunity. And then, of course, specific things that I absolutely did want. And you probably won't get every single thing that you want, but that's where prioritizing comes into play. Maybe it's the people you work with, the company culture. Maybe now it's the ability to work remote. Maybe it's doing something that you're fully passionate about. A lot of times the reality is, is that again, we can't get it all. I think we try to get as close as we can, at least I try to do that. But when it's not perfect, we can at least prioritize. The next topic that I want to talk about here is trying to grow in your role. This is something that I feel like is so important, especially if you do like the company that you work for, you like the people, you like the work. If you feel like you have a really good thing going, but you also don't want to be stagnant, you do want to reach those new heights and have personal goals, career goals, I think the first thing to do is to be really realistic with yourself about what you want out of the job that you're at. Do you really want to grow there? Do you just want to pick up some skills? Is it a transition job? Having that real talk with yourself, understanding if you do have that goal to grow, is important for you to actually take steps to getting it done. So if you do come to the realization that you do want to grow, make it known. Have conversations with your manager or your boss. Raise your hand for certain things that may even fall slightly out of your job description. People won't know your intentions unless you make them very clear. So I would say try not to do yourself a disservice by just waiting. Initiative is key. And then my last category, which actually falls outside of work, is to keep working on side projects. And when I say projects, maybe that's a bit too specific because that could range from a hobby to a full-on business. I think that continuously building your personal resume apart from your day-to-day job is really important. And for that too, keep it top of mind. Again, if you're interviewing for jobs, share those extra things that you do. Even if they truly do feel like a hobby for you, there are so many things that I feel like we leave out in sharing just because we think that maybe it doesn't align specifically with what an employer would want. But you also kind of have no idea. You know, you could talk to them about something that you've been working on and they could draw different things from that. They could draw that you're dedicated, that you're a self-starter. They can learn more about your interest points, who you are as a person, which is another thing that I feel like we forget a lot is that more than just the skills that you bring to the job, the experience that you have, people want to know if you're enjoyable to work with. If you're a team player, if you can make decisions, if you're a hard worker, the things that you like to do on the weekend, the shows that you watch, the music that you listen to, the people that you work with have to interact with you quite a bit. So I think it's always useful to bring that out and then also to prioritize it in your own life. And trust me, I know, I very, very well know how hard it is to have work outside of work, but it's really all about time management. Finding pockets of time and really asking yourself, what do you want to do in the time that you're not at your job? And that's okay if the answer is just to chill, to consume content, to turn off your brain. I also need that. And again, those are things that you can talk about with the people that you're eventually possibly going to work with. But if what you want to do does take a bit more effort, 
then you just also have to make it a priority. That's the biggest thing that I found helps. Prioritize it and be consistent with it. Treat other things outside of work like work. Of course, they're fun. You like them. Again, they could be your hobbies. But if you're struggling finding time for them, you just have to get in the mindset that it's almost not an option to not complete something. Similar to your day job. You can't just not complete the task or not do your job. You have to do your job. So same mentality. Hard work, smart work. I know people say smarter, not harder. I think they're both important. Full effort, but again, being really strategic about how you're working. So those are some of my tips. And to be completely honest, I could talk about this for hours. Maybe I'll do a part two if that's something that you guys want to hear. Also, this advice, again, it's my advice now, but it could change. Things could be added to it. Things could be taken away. Just some things that I feel like have actually been substantially helpful for me. I'm learning and growing with all of you in real time. But if you guys are interested in this topic, you do want to hear some more job advice, not just from me, but from professionals in different industries, check out my other podcast, Excuse My Reach. Wherever you find this podcast, you can find Excuse My Reach. We have monthly episodes over there where we learn from each other, and I conduct the ultimate informational interview. So like I said, always something new for me to learn from so many amazing people that I've already been able to talk to and so many more people coming on in the future. I know the professional world can be a lot, but there are definitely ways to make navigating it a bit easier especially when we share with each other. No gatekeeping here. So hopefully you guys were able to find this a little bit helpful wherever you're at in your career. Little reminder that you're doing great. We're all just trying to figure it out. So let's make it more fun by doing it together. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. Remember, we're all a work in progress, so work for it. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. 